Rudd. We got Casanova Rudd, episode 88, the Carrying the Culture Show. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm excited, OG, to, to rock, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, man. Let me ask you, so, how, sh how should I address you first? I know your name. My name's tomorrow. Just call me tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. Because I yes, thought you sir. had like, you know, an alias or something, you know. Because nah, I've changed my name. I got many, I got many uh, titles. No, I mean, well, I, I got many names, but that's, that's <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm a chameleon too. But, uh, but for, for this is, for this, for the hip hop side, you can call me tomorrow. Big up, Neat the Exotic. Queens get the money in this motherfucker tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and I appreciate, I'm going to say this, man. I was sending you the show as you joined. I mean, I appreciate you for fucking being on time, man. I really, that it goes a long way. I mean, it, it sounds stupid, but I really appreciate you just, like, showing the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got a couple of, um, before we get into it, we got a couple of ground rules. If you got any questions, please use the questions feature below. Um, I can pull up, pull up the question uh, rather than using the chat. Also, just like on the, on the page, if you get on any fuck shit in here, uh, you get a one-way ticket express to the essence, and uh, that's what it is. So um, let's get into it, man. I, I, again, thank you for joining us. We got Casanova Rudd in the building, Super Lover C and Casanova Rudd. We're going back. And I love having OGs on, man, because you come from a pivotal era as far as, like, I mean, I was, I was listening to the music in 88 and stuff in 87 and all this, but, but – you were making it and you were you come so it's it's critical to have people like you on as far as um so i want to do some history shit with you uh if you don't mind um i'm all with it yo i'm here for you my j word so originally from lower east side right but grew up you were in jamaica and then astoria right that's absolutely correct excellent excellent so let's excellent go back research to, let's go to queens then what i mean like you're like eight years older than me. I checked on it. So let's go back to Queens, <laughs> block parties. Take take us back in time for a minute. What was that like for you growing up? Well, when I moved, um, well, I lived in two parts of Queens when I was, was young. I, I lived in Canberra Heights first. I had moved out to, with um, my grandfather and my grandmother. And um, they had raised me up until I got up into intermediate school. So that's when it got, it got busy. That's when I got to IS-126 in the story of Queens. You know, and um, it was a mix of uh, <laughs> when you come from from a culture of, of being, you know, uh, in church and then you, you with grandma and grandpa and you and like, you know, it ain't it ain't the suburbs, but, you know, it's a nice part of Queens. So right. once you once you thrown into the fire and in, 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 in a housing project, you know what I'm saying? And, you, you know, you, you, it's a culture shock. But the thing that was the shock was the most was the music, my G. You know what I'm saying? At that point, I was already kind of into um some music already. I used to go to like the Jamaica Roller Dome in Queens, Jamaica Avenue. Yeah, I used to vibe with that music and stuff then, you know, skating and, and seeing how everybody was vibing. So I already had that party. Um, uh, uh, that was the law for me already, that type, of, that type of music and feel. So I was always wanting to be like a DJ, see the DJ doing stuff in, in, the, um, in the booth, you know, just mixing those songs and stuff. So, but when hip hop came into, into, the, into the picture, man, as right in the right in the time when I was in the story of Queens and the story of houses, and um, I was in the six, I was in the sixth grade, seven, eight, nine, six, yeah, sub, sixth grade, and jams in the park, DJ Hollywood, TNT brothers. I mean, at TNT, you got the Disco Twins. I mean, the list. I, 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 I can overlook a lot of people that were there, but just the, the just the law of having those jams in the park, and um. 
and seeing like just the, it's in the dark and all you see is the illumination of the light from the DJ booth on their face and and you know there was no more it was no MCing really then you know what I'm saying it was really more about the DJ. Very important point, man. Very important point. The backbone of this whole shit and 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 it's lost you know kind of a niche thing now, but but that's critical. Like it was. The, the MC was a glorified hype man, as far as I'm concerned. Back then, I mean, I mean, like, you know, it wasn't as important, right? I mean, I mean, it was it was there to keep like a crowd flow, but you know, if you didn't have a mic set up, it was no MC. You know what I'm saying? So if you just got the if everybody dancing, you ain't gonna stop it looking for an MC. We gonna right. keep the party going. So they had to find a way to spin back loops and stuff like stuff. That's where like the, the hip hop started with the finding the loop on the breaks. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When you think about it, it's all about trying to keep a steady flow so you can have a rhythm, a rhythm or, or, or something melodic to dance to. Because, you know, it, at that point, it was so raw, people were just finding new ideas, new ways to go about it. And, you know, the, and the first thing was the DJ. And, you like, in the first DJ I recall ever hearing about it was um, Grandmaster Flowers was the first, he was the master of the blends, like the, the, the blends. He wasn't a, he wasn't a hip hop DJ at all. Don't get it twisted. But he was like a like a disco blends type of, you know, party type of thing. Right. And he was and from then, Brooklyn, right? He was from Brooklyn. I think right, right. Farragut. I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, Farragut. Yeah, 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 I think so. And um and and so I remember. I, and it was a it's a documentary recently I heard that um I think Illa G was talking about it um your last your your, your sure. thing so it, it came right back to mind so I so put all the things back into place to talk about today but definitely that was first but of course with that what was closely grouped with that was break dancing, popping and locking, you know what I'm saying? Graffiti, all of that stuff came at the same, it was like a blast, like, bow here, take this motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? And so it was so, it was so alluring, it was so impactful that it, it was ingrained in me earlier in your life, I mean early in my life, and you gotta keep in mind when you're young, when you're in your 8, 9, 10, 11, that's when you, the things are the most impressionable, those are the things that create your normal connections for you to have the matrix of how you process information in the future. Sure. So I still got that same heart right now. So when they, anything I did with music was always about love because I loved it first. Right, right. That makes perfect. That makes that makes perfect sense. And you make a good point, man. As far as like going back, as far as the parties were going on, My you bad. know, like before the, you know, and it's important to know, like the b boys were doing their thing already, like the. That, uh, that that stuff was happening, and um, and I'm glad you pointed that out. And especially, you know, the thing about the age shit, that's really critical too. Because for me, like '86, I mean, I was 10 years old. '87, I was 11, and that's when you know, Paid in Full came out. So like, yo, oh, me, yo, I know you was bugging. Like right. when I was when I was bugging when I heard um, Planet Rock. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm trying to spin that back, you and you know, at your own risk and all that other shit. And you know, you got Mantronics trying to do stuff. And like everybody had to, oh, you, you listening to Euro music, you know what I'm saying? You got Aha, you got stuff coming over here influencing us. So we we took them. We we like the blender of music. Hip hop is the blending of everything. You know what I'm saying? Well, the culture, because hip hop is not just music. Because rap is. Is part of the music of, of what? But rap is just one category, because I I got other categories. I got hip hop, because because some of these people are hip hop, hop popular hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But you got your gritty stuff. You know, you got your '90s eras. So you can't you can't even pick top fives. And when people ask me what's your top five, 
What's, what's your top 10 then? It's impossible. It's too many errors. I can pick top five in each error. Right, right, right. You know, no, I hear you. And, and it was so much, and that's what I wanted to talk about, man. It was so much versatility back then. And you talked about it. I read an interview that you did. You were talking about how, like, basically, it was how different can you be from somebody else? You had to have your own steez back then, too. And, and, and that was critical. Like, that's where I, I mean, that's all that's what I remember. You had to be different. But I think you might have even, I say it all the time. There was a saying back in the day beat by the dope style taker. If you, if you stole somebody beat, oh, forget about it. So somebody's style, you might get jumped, and then you shun from the whatever you involved with going forward. Don't have no bootleg CD out on, on the street with your joint on it. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody disrespect. Well, the disrespect wasn't as intense as it is now. We had a little bit more thicker skin back then, because I think what we were coming up in was about establishing our own. But now it seems like everyone's trying to find an identity, but they don't have one because they're all doing the same thing. So when someone disrespects, they're trying to take their lane because there's no other lane to take because they don't have one. Right. Right. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And it's all it seems like more it's about now, like about how much you can sound like or be like somebody else rather than being different. Like if you're different, like, oh, you, you don't you need to sound more like be like more like whoever. You and know, it's these so. machines, everybody's just relying on these machines. So these machines have a set, a set algorithm, a set tempo, a set sound, set cadence. Everybody's sounding the same. It ain't no individuality, you know what I'm saying? So that's right. the thing that's definitely lacking. But I've tried to respect it because they tried, they, everyone seems like they're trying to take it to the next level, especially business-wise. Because we have more of our own situation now in our own hands than we ever have especially in, in the distribution aspect of it. So you, if you sign a deal, you're stupid, really, technically, to me. But why would you give someone a piece of anything? Not, no, not, not, not in these days. Not in these days. No, you can definitely definitely do your you own could, thing. You can hire publicists or hire people, marketing teams. You can hire distribution. Why would you sign with someone? That makes no sense, but I don't know. It is what no, it is. No, I mean, it's a different game. We're going to get into that a little bit, too. Yo, did you have any... Um, like older brothers or uncles or friends, like who was putting you on to like, like how did you get, how did you like, what was the connection as far as the music goes? Well, just getting started with the music? Well, with just being even, even loving the culture. Like, I mean, for me, it was like, man, I'm an only child. So for me, it was like my uncle was, I was always around okay. my uncle and my older cousins. Well, I definitely grew up with my moms and my pops early in my life until my pops wilded out. But then in Lower East Side and like um, Third Avenue, Avenue A, I mean, Third Street Avenue, A or B, whatever. I forgot so long ago. But then he used to have, they used to play music all the time, jazz, you know, um, all the soul stuff. Michael Jackson. I remember seeing the, um, the Jackson Five um, variety show back then, just like you know, just when I was little. So it's 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 strange that I've always had it around me. Church. I'm going to church with grandma, grandpa. So that's another element of music. You know what I'm saying? They had re all everything that I ever sampled, anything I ever produced came from my grandmother's basement. <laughs> all the records. I didn't. Even, I never had to go shopping for records. As I used to see records in the store. When me and Paul used to go record shopping, Paul C, we used to go record shopping in the stores. I said, oh, I got that. I got that. He used to be jealous, but he had stuff that was mint. The stuff I used looked like, I, like, like it was fish. You don't remember the Fisher Price uh Record player, it looked like you know, scratch them joints. The big, thick ass grooves in this shit. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. my joints would look because I would, I wouldn't take care of them. That's one thing Paul C hated about me. I wouldn't take care of the records, but, uh -huh. but yeah. So I always has like the accessibility of like music around me. You know what I'm saying? And they let me be free with it, so it was excellent. 
No, that's that's dope. So this was funny. So I, you know, I was trying to do the knowledge up on some shit as far as getting prepared for the interview, and I and I saw your last name, and I was like, that's an interesting last name. Yeah. And then I saw another, I saw I read something, and said that you, you said that your dad's Polish. That is absolutely correct. And and, and that like, you know, that blew my fucking mind, particularly based on you know your age and stuff. And you went on to say right after that that was like. It was during a difficult, you know, a time when you know that wasn't really accepted. And, and um, how did that affect you, like just growing up? Oh, it still affects me to this day. To be honest with you, when you think about it, because you know people are going to always be impressionable or like always have an impression of what you are once you hear your last name. Especially if I'm over the phone, I, it, you know, I, if I talk to somebody, you know, I'm like, like, yeah, this is Mr. Rodnicki. I'll be there shortly, and they see me come up. Yo, what's good, fam? How you doing, my G? Yeah. You know, that's a whole different culture shock for them because they're not used to seeing that shit. But that's what we're doing, dealing with the world right now, the browning of everything. You know what I'm saying? It's going back to the original formula, formula, you know, when you think about it. But back then with that time, you know, it's just coming out like the civil rights era and shit. I'm born in 1968. So you already know, you know, Martin Luther King right, just gets assassinated in the same time period. Yeah, so right, everybody... Right, right there. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then we got the Vietnam War. Vietnam, yeah, Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and so my pops, based on what my moms told me, my pops was definitely a, a stand-up dude right before he came back from the war. You know what I'm saying? He went to Vietnam. He got shot up. Got a plate in his head as far as I know. But, you know, he was abusive. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and so it's time to go. So I ended up going to grandma's house. That was right when I was going to... Um, to elementary school. Shout out to grandmas. Everybody, I mean, my, my grandma helped Oof. raise me up too. And everybody, great. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, big up to them, to, to any grandparents to take on that task. You know what I'm saying? When they don't have to do that shit. You know what I mean? Definitely. I miss my grandmother and grandfather every day, man. So that was, so I had structure. And, you know, love protects you, my G. And this was but, when you were going to church more, right? Going yeah, everything. You see, I had so much love around me, man. Love protects you, man. When you got people that genuinely care about you, when they put you in a situation for you to succeed, it's up to you to figure it out. And they give you at least some lessons. Because, you know, the stupidest people that you're going to ever meet is your parents and your parents' parents because they're teaching you the old shit, the shit that didn't work. That's putting you in these systems. So once you become knowledgeable shit, you should be teaching them now. But it seems like everybody's just living and moving around doing they trying to catch up. It's a microwave society, especially this music. This music is a microwave. That's why I sound or digital and chopped up the way it is right now. You know what I'm saying? But the times was hard, white pops, and it was time. I, I, I didn't see him after that. I was like nine or maybe eight, maybe if it's, if, if that, I, if, kind of I'm trying to do the math. But after that, I didn't see him after that. That mm -hmm. was it, that was the last time. And I heard he was a Rolling Stone. I got sibling, I got an Asian brother, a Jamaican brother, a, a Chinese brother, a, a, a Spanish brother. Uh, uh, two sisters. I have a sister that's forty years, forty five years old. She just reached out to me five years ago. <laughs> shit is bugged out. No, I hear you. I, I, the family shit can get kind of interesting sometimes, man. I mean, it's just a, you and know. My, and my closest sister, you know, my my biological is my, my 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 younger sister, my only sibling. So, so you know, I had you know, so I had the music around me. I had the love. I had the stress dealing with being a, a light skinned dude. In, in every situation, I'm not white enough. I'm not black enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I understand what you're saying. It, it, it's tough, bro. It's tough. <laughs> you know, but, I I but you know, but now it's a little different, man. You know what I'm saying? I took control of my my mind and, and my situation.
Yeah, exactly. You have to, and I, I feel the exact same, exact same way. Like, you know, what I'm saying the, the mental is strong, so like, I don't really give a fuck what you do. Like now, like <laughs> straight up, block me, I block you. Who gonna do it first? Whatever. <laughs> like I, I could, couldn't care less. I got too much going on to worry about. You know, That's people right. don't matter. It's That's you know, right. so and that comes with age too. I think, man. I mean, I you know, I, I would like to think that like as I've gotten older, maybe you know, you probably do. Like, you know, you realize like, damn. Every day I wake up, I'm like, yo, you know what? I don't got to take nobody's fucking shit today. Why would you? Nobody. Especially when you understand the science behind everything. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody got triggers. Everybody's reflecting stuff from that's inside of them. You know what I'm saying? So once you understand it, it's easy to deal with because you got the leverage. It's up to you if you want to argue or not. You know what I mean? Facts. Facts. So, um, yo. So you were, if I'm not mistaken... You were more into the production, right? As far as you know, the Super Lover C stuff, right? I mean, oh yeah, with the Super Lover C casting over us stuff, we we decided to, to to concentrate on our strengths, you know, to be more conscious and and and, and just concentrate on that. So his soup was definitely his lyrical prowess and his delivery th that had to be on the forefront. So by me trying to dilute that would be foolish, you know what I'm saying? But my prowess definitely was doing the production. Cause you know I learned under under the the master at with uh, the SP twelve and the SP twelve hundred. I learned from both both of those systems under him. He was over my shoulder. Yeah, I produced, so. and you know, and it's a misnomer that or a misunderstanding that he produced our stuff. He did produce a couple of our things, but most of the things he crafted, like the sound, and he taught me how to mix and engineer too. Cause I do that well as as well. But his sign, his 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 expertise was craft and sound. But he was also an excellent music musician. He was played multiple instruments. He was also an excellent um, engineer, excellent produ producer. He knows how to manipulate the machines. He was excellent with people. Communicative skills was excellent. You know, it's, 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 it's sad that he's not here now to 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 celebrate. But you know, his his impact is still as as broad as as, as it could ever be because it, it lives on in so many people, man. So many people that influenced hip hop early and those early people influenced the people that were next and it also influenced the people now. No, of course, and it, um, rest in peace, Halsey. And, and I'm glad you started talking about that because I posted, I think I posted due to James or girls I got him locked on my page one time. And I'm glad you shared this because I forgot what had happened. Somebody made a comment and then you kind of came on and cor you corrected them a little bit. And, and so I think that's what it was about where people, it was like, oh, bossy produce, produce the joints. Cause I was gonna ask you, cause I read, cause then I read, I read somewhere. And I'm like, it said that you produced them. You know what I'm saying? And what I heard about Paul C a lot, and you said this, what I heard about him was that someone said like, like he just, he was very good at enhancing what was like, taking it to like another level as far as like, okay, here's something like, and it just like, that's what, that's what I heard was like a really big strength of his. And also if you bring ideas to him, he'll, he'll like, he'll put them in the places that you need. If you're not the technical person on the machine itself, he'll put them in the right place. You know what I'm saying? But he, he was good at everything. You know what I'm saying? But he didn't do everything. So they, people want, I, I'm very humble. So it's hard to even talk like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take credit for nothing, but I got to take credit for something because I'm going to be forgotten because I want to be known for what I did. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. I don't want no money for it. I, I just want to have, I want my energy signature to stay on this planet so I ain't got to come back here because I want, I want to leave my impact and go on to the next astral world, man.
and, and make it happen. I'm not coming back here this time, yo. I made my impact. I ain't coming we, back. Yo. We got to talk too, man. I, I'm not coming back here either. So we yeah. got to we, we got to fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what what went what went into making a beat in like 1985, 86? Like, like, all right. Everything is about establishing a rhythm first. You want you want a, a tempo. All right, you got to cut because you got to match the tempo with whatever sample because it's all about sample. I I, grew, I I was so I was so um blessed and and I'm so grateful to be in the turning point of the technology. You know what I'm saying? Because it went from spinning back and then the needles got better, quality sounds quality got better, and then these machines came out that sampled what you were spinning back. So you didn't have to you didn't have to pause tape. <laughs> it's a demo no more because you got to. <laughs> You got the ability to to actually record some some sound on a, on a sample pad and play it back. So that's that's pivotal. So while we learning this stuff, I'm experimenting. I'm putting stuff into things. So the process is hot for me. It was hi hat first. I started just basic. He's like, like, get a rhythm first. All right, put the rhythm in. Pause over the shoulder. Then then a kick. Just a boom. So you that's the one. So you want to do everything on that. So then I started learning stuff. I, I was showing Paul when we were sampling stuff, we should take stuff on a snare. Because sometimes when you take it on a snare, it's more on time. Because sometimes that first kick is a little elongate, elongated. So you don't know exactly what is the, the first truncate. You know what truncate is? It's the part when you snip the front or the back you of cut the, the sound. Air, you cut the air. And so in the, the SP-12 and the SP-200 had truncation. So when you, when you get to the right to the part that was right at the point of the front of the wave goes like the start off go and once you right there that sound is dominant you know you're good so i used to start on the snare and then he told me to take the little pieces and put them together so i was looking for parts in the record like say if you have a part that that that's playing the bass on boom 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 but it's playing also with someone's vocal and you know it might not have and you and you know part might not have uh the bass line you want so you listen for the next part of the record that might have that same drop or that same feel or that same groove that don't have that lyric. And then I would take that piece with there, put it with that piece here, take that piece here, put it in front of that piece, and then try to... And, and you only had a couple of seconds to work with. That's the funny thing about the SB12 and the SB12. You had to do it within a certain um, time constraint in regards to sampling time. So you had to be really ingenious. But... But if you have a track, if you have tracking, like Paul had the advantage of having a studio because I grew up in a studio. I used to go to um, Aviation High School. I was, um, I think I was a sophomore. What was that? What was that? That's in, um, that's in Sunnyside, Queens. Okay. Um, 33rd and Rawson on the 7 train, the Flushing line, that the Burgundy or the, 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 the Red 7 train line. And they used to connect with Queens Plaza. So Queensbridge, and keep in mind, I'm 10 blocks away from Queensbridge. That was super influential. Come on. The bridge. That's what I was going to say. Because the story Bismarck. is right near Queens. So, right near and Queens they come, Bridge. and then jams in the park there, going jams on the park in the river park there. That's coming back over there. Everybody, yo, it's good, fam. Beef over here, for shooting over there. But it wasn't really like violence. It was just establishing respect. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it's diff it was a different time, yo. Now it's just violence. It's no, it's no respect. Everybody clapping because because they're afraid to get beat up, you know what I'm saying? So like niggas, you could like because I mean, growing up like you could beef with somebody, 
Y'all, y'all catch a fair one, and then after that, it's over, yo. Like for the most part, you know what I'm saying. If it's some neighborhood shit, after that, it's 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 over. You know what I mean? Like you, you ain't, and, and and the dude that lost ain't running to the fucking whip. And that's it. And, and it'll be a fair one. You know what I'm saying? People stand around, yo, chill, yo, chill. Let them do that, yo. Yo, put the Tulio. It ain't even that serious, yo. You know, it, it was it was like it was like that. And then if you get knocked out, they wouldn't even stomp you out all the way. They let you get back up. Yo. All right, you all right, fam? <laughs> Hug you a little bit. Take that. But don't come in here with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But now you can't even talk about a motherfucker, yo. They come to your crib with nine people with, with hoodies on. You don't know if the KKK or the motherfucking of the, the agents that work for the motherfuckers that be having the black the real black faces on, but I'll go, I'll leave that one. <laughs> Facts though. Like, like so it's a different, you know, like it's half right, they they clap, they clap at everything now. Like And so it's a different culture. And what's so funny is you can't change it. The only thing that changes. Consciousness is mass death. Mass consciousness um, shift have to have mass death. That's why you be needing wars sometimes to get 100,000 of these motherfuckers out of here so we can bring some more spirits down here to start this shit over because y'all niggas is fucking up. Blow that shit up, yo. You doing dumb shit you don't know by now? Fuck it. Get up out of here, yo. Just yeah. time, yo. What, my man, my man Illa G the other day said, yo, you gots to die. <laughs> I put it in a different context. My bad. I didn't mean to take it like that, Illa, but yo, I respected that when you said that. When you're going at everything, you got you got to have that mentality, man. You can't save everybody. The first person you got to save is yourself. Save yourself first. Everything else is an illusion, so enjoy this shit. Love everything and be the best you can be at all that shit. That's why, that's why I blew up, because I wanted to be the best. And I had people around me that was the best. Larry Live, which is Brother Panic. I have my man Super Lover. We ain't had no crew. We ain't chilling with a thousand niggas. I ain't have Tribe Called Quest, Native Tongues, D Jungle Brothers. I ain't have um, Juice Crews and all of that. We was holding it down dolo. I'm sorry, I'm chill out. <laughs> nah, don't chill out. I, my, I like my, my dude Biz, that's my, my nigga Biz Mark. That was my nigga though, for real. Nobody can say he wasn't. Also, we had my, my nigga Scratch, DJ Scratch, my... EPMD, those were those were the dudes we did our first shows with, so we came up with them. You know what I'm saying? So I got mad love and respect for a lot of people. But a lot of these people that's perpetrating fraud, trying to hold on. Oh, Big Daddy Kane, my dude. And so many people now that's just trying to perpetrate frauds, man, and try to just make some money off of the old shit they doing. You know what I'm saying? What's what are you doing now? What have you helped anybody? Or what do you I mean, I'd rather be in the background doing doing me and building me up instead of me taking advantage of people because I see nothing but people taking advantage. This hip-hop game, they took advantage of us and stole our shit. Made it big business. You know what I'm saying? Put put a put a price tag on it. You can't even enjoy the shit the way it was intended, man. It's, it's more than just music, man. It's a fucking way of life. You're not living it with how it was intended. It's to express what your, what your, what your, what your condition is, yo. It's to express what you in right now. It's not to be fabricated and acting like you got money. It's not about promoting drugs. Y'all hear Percocets, Molly. That shit sound retarded. But there are people that are speaking. Just like our time, we had the bullshit ass niggas too. We got the niggas up out of here too. But y'all letting these niggas rock. Get these bullshit niggas up out of here, yo. And the DJs is at fault. 
the, the DJs, yeah, the first initial shit that ever did it was the DJs, yes. Now it's time for the DJs to take over again because y'all playing this bullshit. Next. Am I yeah. getting too excited? I apologize. I didn't get to get too nah, excited. Nah. I'm not angry. I was gonna ask you. About, <laughs> I was gonna ask you to give a state of the, state of the union type of dress. So I mean, and and a lot of it is the pay for play shit too. I mean, like these cats, it's it's different. Like, like that's really that's very prominent. You know what I mean? But the DJ, you know, like, you, and you got DJs, DMX. You know, rest in peace. He was famously was talking to a DJ. And he was like, "You like, like you don't even like this shit, but you playing it." Like to, to this DJ, the DJ, you know, he's like, the money's too good, bro. The money's too good. Right. The broadcast is too broadcasted. People are, yo, you got to understand the science to all of this shit too, man. Because, you know, they got signals, 440 hertz, that pr program how you think. It's going, that's the, that's what everything's tuned, every radio station is tuned to that shit. So it's automatically going to have your, your brain ready for a phase to, to receive shit. And then you got, programming and all of this shit, man. And, and it's repetition. So it's putting it in your brain that to keep doing it over and over and you start acting it out. So you got your little daughter twerking in the corner. You got your son on lean following this shit. You probably on it too because you're looking at the same shit on these devices that's dividing you, looking at all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a different culture. We can't even catch up and bring it back, bro. It's over. Our shit was organic. This shit is digital. This shit is bi binary numbers and shit. Oh, this ain't so, connections. This ain't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all different. The, 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 so the, you got it. The, the technology has made it. It's a double edged sword because we're using this to like. So that's why I tell people use it. Get the positive out of it, but don't let this shit take take over for you. Like I, I like there's things where I read. I'm like, yo, that's not good. That we that like. That's great. You can do it. Just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you fucking should. Should. Like, we, we used to have quality control and shit back in the days, yo. Artist development shit, teams and shit. Now it's just like, oh, I got Twitter. I got uh, IG. I got a computer that I don't even need a studio. I lost my, my livelihood was before it was, it was engineering. I used to engineer at studios all over the place. Now You don't need one now. You just need a computer, press a button, and it only got um, the hit factory settings in it. You got Pro Tools and you got all the plugins. So everything, every instrument in the world is there to your disposal. So it's it's a different thing. And everybody's just doing their own thing. So it's no, there's no um there's no experiment, no experimenting, there's no adventure in it. That it just seemed like it's 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 trying to achieve as many likes and as many people that just see it. It's not like you're trying to make a difference or like you're trying to create classics. Cause like to create classes, you gotta have like a mold of a whole mix of things. It's like it's bring a, a body of work, not just like a just like a shot of, of whiskey. You know what I'm saying? I want you to be drunk for days, dumb, drunk, stupor. Why are you smoking and getting high? And if you smoke crack too, I'm sorry, you should have been off that shit by now. But you know, there's ways to get high without even smoking too. If you if you start working on your mind and get consciously high, you don't gotta get high. But it's levels. But we get caught up with these machines. We get caught up with the repetition, and we see these de on the devices. So it's it's hard to get out of it. We got to realize that first. We want to change our condition. We got to change how we look at things and how we how things are polarizing us. If you're getting polarized by something, you got to by, by something you got to flip it back. You know what I'm saying? If you're stressed out every day, what is stressing you out? Figure it out. It might be this music you're listening to. 
You got to listen. These everything that's playing now is these low hertz tones. You know that's that's low levels frequency, so it brings your levels low, and then you get stuck in the, like in a dumb stupor, and it's like zombie mode. Yeah. And we all it's like we live for that shit. You get stuck in the root chakras and all of that. We get stuck down there sexually, and all the images are sexual. Back then, yeah, we showed a little cleavage here, but we had MC chicks that were spitting with clothes on. You was more worried about what they were spitting. You weren't worried about how much titty was coming out or how fake her ass is. You know what I'm saying? Back then, it was actually looking for skills and technique. So we all mind-controlled out. There's no way in the world you're going to get back unless we have like a massive EMP, uh, improvised uh, electromagnetic pulse. You got to come and knock everything the fuck out. So we writing, doing shit on paper and pens and shit again. Pencils again. We need that shit again. Yeah, nothing will change. In, 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 it's impossible. You know, until there's some, some crazy shit. The internet got to shut down for like a month or something. Bro, think about shit, it. You know I mean? Yo, tomorrow, think about this shit. Now they got the metaverse. So we're going to be dealing with two of these shits. Yeah. You're going to be dealing with the real you that's not real and the fake you that's probably realer than the real you. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. When I started seeing here and all that shit, I'm just like, yo, really? We need this? Like, we really need a we need a we need a metaverse. We need we need that. Like, you know and, what I mean? And the music's in there now. Look, they're experimenting with that. They got concerts and that shit now. And they got the young kids mesmerizing that stuff now. We're not even going to get them out of that. Yeah. Nobody. Don't, you don't see no kids playing outside. You know what I'm saying? Outside. Like, you don't see. Reading yeah. books. What? You be stupid. You stupid to give your son or daughter a book right now anyway. They can't use that shit in the real world. Better leave the computer in front of them. Put something useful on the computer in front of them. On that device, because that's what the fuck they're going to be fucking with. Get them ready for the world. Why even have them go backwards? Yeah, the book should be, should be for you, because you the dumb motherfucker. <laughs> I, like, I still like my pa I like turning pages. Yeah, I like, man. I still like turning my pages. So, Yo, I want to go back for a second. My bad. I'll be going on the tangent. I apologize. I don't give a fuck. This is great, man. No, 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 no. I just, but I just, I want to make sure I can cover, cover a couple of things. But no, yeah, no doubt. I appreciate you for being candid. That's first, you know, like just, you know, just you sharing and being, being real about shit. I mean, that's what it's about. Like, and I always say, man, these aren't interviews. I just, I don't even, we title them, put them to YouTube. These are just conversations, man. Like, you see what it is. You know, it ain't, it ain't shit. So, um, but I did, you know, some shit I want to cover. How did you initially um, link up with Paul? Well, um, I met I met Paul. I went well. I'm, I wanted to record in the in the studio because um, I got tired of DJing and other niggas shit. So I said, you know, I'm gonna make my own motherfucking shit. <laughs> so I decided to record my my own demo. So we were doing battles in um in um USA roller skating ring and um in Flushing Queens. Now it's a Korean supermarket, but it used to be USA roller skating rink. They used to have Eric B. Rakim there. No juice. Everybody, it used to be a whole lot of people that used to perform there, but they had this um, DJ contest out there and um, MC contest. So Scratch, that's where I met Scratch at mm. back then. And Master Ace won the contest, and he and and the, the top prize was to be in the Juice Crew. And Super Lover C actually came in second, and um, I think I came in fourth or something. But that's besides the, the, the point. But DNA saw us in the crowd, and um decided to um to to talk to us to sign a deal so you know we, we, me and soup was always best friends and doing stuff besides the music but we was always kind of in competition 
in the beginning point with the musical, we used to battle each other. You know what I'm saying? So I decided to do a demo first at um twelve twelve. Super ain't really know about twelve twelve yet. And um my man Chris Moore, CJ Moore, he used to um he lived in the story of Queens, he used to be down with some some um group from um they're called the um AQ Troopers, I think it was. And um he showed me the, the studio and that's where Paul was at. So he he was always booked um CJ. So he said Paul is definitely excellent. So I was lucky to meet Paul and me and Paul hit it off like like we was brothers our whole lives, you know what I'm saying? And he knew my heritage with being Polish. So we had a connection like that already with that, just being funny with that. And then he liked my ideas. And he, and I had some stuff I was bringing. He was, and that's when the SP-12 was right. That, that's when it started. SP-12, he said, yo, I got this today. It was dead. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. So I'm, I'm in high school. I'm going there every day. And I'm just, you know, I'm not getting paid. I'm not working. I'm not doing none of that shit. I'm just hanging out learning and he's letting me learn in the studio with him and it's crazy and and he loved how that i soaked it in and he appreciate me being around and i used to bring work sometime for him we did some some people did some work there and then i definitely did my demo there that i did at the us usa roller skating ring so when we when we got together to do the songs for um the album for um not girls that got them locked album yet but do the james Girls I got them locked and super casting over. The story about those three songs is very crazy because um the first the, the samples for um Do the James, you know, which is blues and pants, um, I had and the sample for Super Casanova, Soup had. And that was um you said a bad word. And we were gonna use it for our own thing, but we used those for those songs. So I decided to to trade the, the tracks, the, the samples. So Soup wanted to use the Do the James sample first. That was the first thing. We put oh, that out yeah. with Impeach the President. And I forgot who told Soup to use Impeach the President. I'm thinking it was um Larry Lab. I'm thinking that was Larry Lab, but it was it wasn't just me producing it. It wasn't Paul. Paul had, had really had nothing to do with the idea. Soup definitely wanted to do that as his own song. So we did that first. My name wasn't even casting over rug yet. It oh was, shit. It wasn't even casting over rug yet. It, I had my first name was Spinbad, which was the terror the worst thing I could have ever DJ at the time. Yeah, that, that was the first thing I ever did. I used to I had two D I had two turntables. I had a this what see people don't realize how important DJ the skills you gotta have. It's not just spinning back, it's not just transforming, it's also keeping a needle on the record. These motherfuckers not only got needles, they cheating with this digital back digital catch it on the groove because it's nothing bouncing. That's a skill in itself. Scratch, DJ Scratch is the best at that because he used to play around with the turntable, bounce it while he's spinning and all of that. He spin it back with, with canes and all. I seen him doing all types of shit. So oh, this shit. shit now is cheating. This DJ is not that this jocking. This is digital jocking. And it's digital jacking. <laughs> but I ain't going to no that this. It's digital jacking, my G. There's but no but yeah, so I the, I got introduced to to twelve twelve from C J Moore, and I brought Soup and D, DNA to to twelve twelve, you know what I'm saying? Ultra Magnetic was recording there as well, you know what I'm saying? They they the ones that forced us to record in um and um I, I love Ultra Magnetic, but we couldn't record That's why you the had to album. Leave 1212. We we had to leave twelve twelve when we became popular. Thank you, everyone. I'm so grateful. You know what I'm saying? To this day, I don't want nothing. I don't need nothing. I just want to know I, that y'all love that shit. 
That's it. And I hope y'all keep loving that shit for, to the end of time. But Duda James is, is the baby, yo. That's a beautiful baby we made, yo. You know what I'm saying? And, and it was made in 1212. So everything we did in there, we wanted to keep doing in there, but we couldn't. It was booked. Ultramagnetic had that shit for like six months straight. We had signed with um, Polydor Records first. With, um, and but um, the staff there got fired, so they released all the projects that was associated with it. So it wasn't like we was whack or nothing. It's just that they released, you know, fuck y'all, find something else. We doing our own thing. We gonna sign Britney Spears. I don't know what the fuck they was doing, but it was a blessing. It's science. Think about it. It's intended for us to even touch Polydor because who? What label was James Brown on? Polydor. Oh. He was one of them. Was Polydor? He had his face on that motherfucker. I wanted to put my face on the on the label. That's the funny shit. But then we got signed to Electra. We did. We wanted to do the album, but we had to record it at Green Street Studios. So it, that's why some of the sounds sound cleaner because that studio was like top of the line. Right. We doing it. We, the twelve twelve is a hole in the wall, which was it was like a cathedral. Like you, it's like you know, it's like it was intended for 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 God to appear for someone following something. If you wanted them to appear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's what it was about so that's how that started CJ Moore brought me there we signed to Electra, and the rest was history man came out with the album hit Billboard just being on top debuting over Bobby Brown I got Bobby Womack under me I got Stevie, Un Stevie Wonder under me Beastie Boys is under me I got um, Backstreet Boys is under me that shit is crazy, bro. You and know that's the dope. That's the dope part about the whole thing is that, <laughs> yo, it's like, crazy. You're, yeah, your mark, like you know what I mean. Like nobody can take away, take a, take away none of this from you as far as like you know what I mean. Like what you what you've done in this and and, and your, you know your mark and that, that's what I think is dope. So so let's fast forward to like the the second joy. Paul C. Unfortunately, gets murdered, and fucking you guys are supposed to drop another joint. Somehow y'all get, you got you guys got you know interrogated about this shit, and then shit kind of went sideways. Well, just just think about it. Somebody, all right, the times was changing. Gangsta hip hop was just happening. Think about it. it was changing the airwaves. Some of the stuff Nas was coming out. He was getting about to get kicked off Columbia probably or some shit. I don't know what the fuck was going. But people didn't like that 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 violent shit. So what happened? Some Paul gets murdered. Don't know why, don't know who. Definitely not because of me. This is definitely not because of Soup. Of course they're going to associate us with, with him because we were around him all the time and probably because we were closest to him around that time, but definitely wasn't us. So whatever it is, that's besides the point. But it destroyed my fucking career, yo. We was, I don't, I, people, especially Soup, you know, I don't want to speak on his behalf ever, but I just know he feels that we weren't but I, I really think we were blacklisted. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to touch something that's tainted, especially if it's affecting their livelihood or income or something that they might have, you know, ambitions for. So they just left us alone. So, you know, and then after a while, I'm hearing, you know, threats and shit, you know, because everybody loved Paul, man. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't nobody loved Paul more than me. If it, prove it. But... Everybody loved Paul. So they wanted, who did it? Yo, oh, them niggas, or whatever the case may be. So it's, it, it was tough just trying to survive in that timeline. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't like be, I couldn't act, I wasn't comfortable being visible. And if I was visible, what was, what was I trying to do? Take 
something from somebody else or take shine or take advantage. So I just took a step back. You know what I'm saying? It was tough. I was depressed, bro. It took a long time to get out of that state. Man, I was in deep state, yo. Reliving in, in rituals every day, just thinking about shit. Outcomes that wasn't even happening. Programming myself every day, fucked up. I don't know how Soup was thinking, but I'm, I'm over here, grandmoms, and just chilling. But I'm still banging on the machine. That I think that's... I was disconnected from hip-hop since then, bro, to be honest with you. To be, to be truly, truly honest with you, because the intention was to love, and I lost a lot of love for shit, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't lose love in my heart, but the love for it, it, was, it definitely wasn't there. So after that, it just became rituals of trying to be successful or maybe, you know, and I'm, I'm admitting to this shit right now. I'm actually analyzing this shit now and admitting to that shit right now that it was just about rituals, me trying to just be, become something that I wasn't here intended to be. I'm much greater than that shit. And I'm much greater now. I will be greater what I am. I was always great. You too, bro, because I'm you and you're me, my G. That's why we're here together. It was intended. When you, when you chose to be here, you chose me as one of your paths. And I chose you. It's intended. Well, no, I'll tell you. It, 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 no, there's no coincidence. I don't, yeah, there's I don't, no I, mistakes. No, 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 there's no, no, no accidents. Just divine plans, yo. No, you no, never, no. You're never too early and you're never too late. you always on motherfucking time, my G. Facts. No, that's facts, yo. I don't believe in coincidences. No, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. So you, so, all right, you said that about the blacklisted thing, and then, like, you said- You came, out, there, there you came out with Wild Pitch Records. Oh, yeah, of, of all labels, too. Stu and, Fine, yeah. Amy, Amy Fine, they were like puppeteers. Me in the studio, he got the um, thing. I, we were still making hot shit on that shit, too, but we had even hotter shit than that. Yo, bro, we had a video with fucking Hype Williams. When he came out of college, we was the first motherfuckers he fucking recorded with. Get that nigga $20,000 budget. Made our shit Super 8 first. They didn't even put that shit out. Stupids. Ask Hype Williams when you get a chance to get him on this motherfucker. He'll tell you. <laughs> Our video was supposed to be first with that shit. Damn. Well, at least professionally, because he was already doing that shit in college. You know he's a beast in college. Right, right, right. I'm right, hoping right. that he's get... I hope he take over Spike Lee's spot. He need to. Yo. Get Spike Lee the fuck out of here. <laughs> you... Yeah, but I, on the second joint, um, you were spitting a lot more. I like the second joint had... I, I always, I book. still spit. Y'all can find some of my shit right now. Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud. Just type in Casting Over Rudd, everything. The same way he's up there just right now. Same, anytime you want. Got shit on there. I've been doing shit since 2016. I, you can, might find shit I didn't know I did. <laughs> I did features with people because I got the love for that shit. So, yes, I spit, sir, and I appreciate your acknowledgement. It's tough to be in the same group with Super Love and City, y'all. <laughs> He's, you know, his cadence and his fucking delivery is retarded. So, you know, he, he, he was, a, to me, he's head of, head of his time. But. So it was tough. It was tough. So I never, and so that's why I never stood out. Because, you know, when you're just a DJ and just a producer, you don't, and you're not the main dude, it, it's hard to, to have a, your own identity. You know what I'm saying? People always love the MC first. Even to this, even and right now, that's all you see. You don't see no DJs buying nobody no more. 
Nah, nah. So, y'all talk about the um, talk about the dancing and hip hop because that's. I mean, I came into this as a dancer, and you you mentioned Planet Rock, and I always say like 1982 was my hip hop birthday because when I heard, I've heard Planet Rock, I was six years old, but I remember hearing Party People, and I was like, what the fuck? And then it, it switched up to the. You know, bro, we had you know, I had break beads. Our shits was um um clear color and white. We were called the footloose breakers, my G. We had yo, I I yo, my 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 L broke. No matter of fact, I had a J they didn't have an L, so I had to break it. I had a J and break it, and it was an L. I had a <laughs> it was crazy. Footloose breakers, I had the gazellies. You know, I had the Kango soup was stupid ill. Soup was doing the popping lock. He had soup lover C. He had the, the um the cigarette technique when you put it in your mouth and then swallow the cigarette yeah, and then yeah, fuck yeah. around with your stomach yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. do that shit and bring that shit back up. Soup was the master. He was better than the nigga that made that shit. And then it was beatboxing around all that time. So niggas trying to beatbox. I'm trying to spin on linoleum. My back fucked up now because of that shit. I had no athletic prowess in that. I was a trash B. But you played football, all right? Yeah, I played, but not professionally, not even in the mean, high school, but just, you know, on the streets and, and on, you know, and on the week. I, I played football all the way up until my 40s. I even tore my ACL, came back 16 weeks and won four championships four years in a row in my 40s. <gasps> That's why I'm still in shape. That's why my metabolism's still correct. My mind, you see, you got to keep in mind, everything's connected, mind, body, and spirit, all of that shit. If you, one of them shits is off, it's going to throw the other, because, you know, something else got to compensate for the weakness. Gotta, you got to have that balance, yo, for everything. That's the key. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Of had course. that key. So, yes, I was doing, yeah, you know about the football shit? That's crazy. That's well, crazy, that's bro. The thing, that's how you, I mean, linked up. Well, but, yo, you made, so you, you just made a good point. You ran through a list of shit that you did back in the day. And that's an important thing about this culture, yo, is that, like, we just did shit, right? It wasn't like, I'm a, I'm a hip-hopper now. I'm going to go do some hip-hop, right? It was just like. You at the lunch table, or if you hear somebody spitting, oh, this nigga rhyme, yo, I'll, I'll bust this nigga ass. Like, or B-Boy, DJ, Graph, oh, fuck these niggas. I'm going over this nigga shit. Like, right. Like, this is, we just did it. Like, everybody back then had a hand style. Even if it wasn't a Graph head, you knew how to write. Like, we had some flavor to your shit. And, you know, in the style of dress and all of that shit, the, the, we used to, people coming up with slang words, trying to come up with cool shit to say. Shit, and, you know, we still even do that to the day, to today. Right. Right. It's crazy. I'm a, I'm using old school shit trying to bring it back. Fuck that, yo. Shit oh, that's dope. all I use. I mean, I, listen, that's all I use. You say y'all y'all came up with this shit though. Um, got, like, it locked. got it locked. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, yo, listen, the old school slang is the best. Like, like when they say drip or whatever, I'm like, nah, yo, he dipped. Now he like he's freshly dipped. It's not drip, man. Ain't <laughs> hey, drip got rid of some shit, man. Like. <laughs> like like, come on, but you know, man. that's what happens with words, though. You know, words go through time and get yeah, fucked true, up and twisted. True. That's why the English language is the most bastardized, dumbass shit. We should be, shouldn't even be using this shit. Yeah, Actually, we should no be using sense. sign language and yeah, shit, yo. English makes no fucking sense. <laughs> we all confused, yo. We don't it's, even know what the fuck we talking about. Silent letters about? and stupid ass shit like that. So that's that. why MC is important, too. Because you be, be saying some dumbass shit, too. Don't even know what you're talking about right. in wrong context. Just keep dripping, motherfucker. But, but, you can, but you can string words together and it sounds dope. So then, yo, well, I want to talk because we got to get out of here in a couple of minutes. I got got another show right after this. I want to um, definitely come back. All right. What up with the art you got um going on? Oh, yo, bro, I ain't gonna front. Like two, two, three years ago, I'm I'm studying shit. 
Because I'm always studying. You never should stop studying. You know what I'm saying? You graduate from school, people stop studying. Ancient times and Egypt and shit, you, you, wasn't, you wasn't considered a full scholar until you turned 30. So I'm still studying. So I'm finding shit, shit filling in the blanks. I'm looking at the noble Drew Ali. I'm looking at um, uh, the, the seventh um, circle, um, um, the, 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 the um, seventh circle Quran, the, you know, with the, the, the circle with the seven on it. He said on the top, he said, it's more knowledge on the, on the cover than it is in its contents. So I try to break that down and something open up, bro. It's like I'm starting drawing. I like I find out how to draw like circles and make it into a flower of life, like this pattern right here. Something similar to that, if you can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You start off with a circle and you find a point to connect another circle and you create a dimension within dimensions. So I started to expand on it, you know, when it comes to stuff like this sometime. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I tried different variations and it's and things, when you start connecting stuff, you can't unlearn stuff. It starts to open up other things. And when I'm studying metaphysics and I'm studying old cult shit, I'm like putting the, the other things together with it. Because it's, it's more science to this shit. It's alchemy sh shit, man. Because I know it's mind, body, and spirit. So I'm, like I said, it's balanced. So I'm balancing all this shit. Shit is opening up gates, portals, my G. It's like downloads. I start start a circle, and you might see it in some of my videos. I start, and it's done. People ask me, yo, do my do artwork for me? I'm saying, give me a moment, because I got to channel this shit. I don't even know where it's coming from sometimes, my G. It's not like I went to school for it. I went to aviation high school. Yeah, I know how to do um, charts and, and schematics and blueprints, but this is, and then math start coming to me. I'm starting studying um, um, meta, um, fucking um, quantum physics, learning about quarks and and fucking protons, neutrons, and electrons, and how everything is connected. And then my mind, it just expands. It's up to you. Why, why you even, your mind is diverted so much, you can't even connect to your own self and, and have understanding, yo. You got to start understanding what the fuck you here for. What are you here for, to waste your time? Right. Looking at shit that ain't, you, you can't expand on? It's not about being here. It's about being the best version of you at all times. Try to find that. Yo, follow me, whoever you are. I'll help you, yo. That's all I'm here for is to help. Yo, that's what the fuck I'm... My purpose here is to, is to learn and teach and learn while I'm teaching. One thing I know for sure is I know motherfucking nothing. Facts, we're always learning, yo. Anybody that tells me that they have not, that they, you know, they know everything, I mean, like, yo, you never... You're always learning. Like, always. I mean, you can always, and you know... Be open. So no, I, I listen. This was, I wasn't expecting this, man. <laughs> I, I was expecting. I, I didn't, but in a good way. I mean, I, I was just, you know, expecting a, a dope conversation. But I got something better. I got, I got some shit that I gotta like connect with you on, and like, I, I wrote, I wrote down a bunch of shit. Like, we gotta take this offline and 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 and, and build. But bro, as long as I'm alive, you will never be by yourself. You hear? Uh, Never. Yo. yo, you out in New York, right? Yeah, I'm in Queens. Okay, I'm, I'm in I'm Queens. Com I'm coming up there in a couple mm -hmm. of weeks, yo. Um, so, so, um, we should try to maybe link up real quick and see 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 if the schedule allows. Um, Definitely, I'm with it. But, but I'm My, yo, I work all day, every day, yo. I work at a fucking call center, yo. I work. It's, it's like a, it feel like I work at a high school. I'm a supervisor. 
No, I'm not on the phones. That was 10 years ago I was on the phones. I, mean, no. I, I don't think I could get a higher position. They ain't going to let me get no higher. The way I am, the way I, I'm too, I'm too uh, volatile in, in, in a good way for me. Cause I stand my ground at all times, so they they they, they oh, ain't gonna give me no power. About that job shit, yo, yo that shit is yo, the same way. I do yo, not it's crazy. No I don't, yo, and, and it is what it is, yo. And they keep me there because I have the balance. I keep the but, balance of the force. But you know what the fuck you? But you better do it. But you do a bang ass job, and they can't fuck. With and they you. can't fuck with you. See, so that's the same thing. Yo, I'm training motherfuckers and shit. Who gonna train them? You can't. You don't want to do it. I I know you can, but you don't want to do it. I could do it, and I do it well. Right. Right. Organize the shit. The thing is to be a people person, especially if you work with a large amount of people. You got to be communication is key. You got to be able to see the shadow in yourself and other motherfuckers, so you don't respond to shit. It's it's hard. That that's why I know I'm there. It's my test, my G. I I realize my path, my chosen paths. I I'm so, my I have so much fucking leverage. You know what I'm saying? Because I know what to expect. Yeah. I know these yeah. are lessons of love. I'm gonna find love in all of this shit. Everything's about tribes, tribes, and 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 fucking dealing with trauma. And everything's about finding love in the end of that shit. If you can find love in everything, you, that that's the key, my Jake. That's what the fuck I've been doing. You yeah? <laughs> Yo, this has been episode eighty-eight, Castleover Road. Yo, we're gonna have to do this again. I gotta get out of here because we got another show. I'm going live with my man, Save the Hip Hop Culture. Real quick before we get out, a quick update on the. We got we got a man Afro on next week, young killer Mondo Slade, grimy cat out of Cleveland. We got Smooth B, nice and smooth, and then we're gonna be out with uh Elder Sensei A plus in Connecticut and Massachusetts at their shows. Then we got DJ Duwop. Then we're back to Brother J. So yo, you are so dope, my G, my G. I couldn't wait to be on. Yo, I don't be doing interviews, yo. You don't see me a lot doing shit. I couldn't I wait to be on shit. I said, yo, I hope this motherfucker asked me to be on this shit, yo. Uh, I know I ain't I, I know I ain't that ill, but I hope at least get me on, on episode 5692. This is important, man. I mean, like, this was an important one for me, like, because you have like you have history and knowledge. Again, our our culture is mostly oral, right? Like shit wasn't written down and stuff. So now that we have these platforms and people are willing to discuss things and talk about, like, there's critical things. Like, Kwame told me about, like, stealing Herbie Lovebug's equipment when he was on tour. Like, shit. <laughs> you got to like, do what so you got to do like, to get it down. <laughs> like, you were there when, you were there when, like, NWA, NWA, I'm, I'm over there with Ice-T, I'm fucking with Candyman. I'm fucking with Kid and Play, Salt and Pepper. I'm on tour with Public Enemy. They, uh, we started first. After a while, we was killing them. We had to be like third to last because they didn't want to be on before us and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo. I mean, after Legend, us. Legendary <laughs> shit. Like, Public Enemy. Yo, yo, just the memories, my G. I can I can take it with me, but I can't. I can relive it and pull it out every time if I need to. And that's why we have to do it again because yeah, man. Again, these are these are important, man, and, and it's like. You know, we didn't even get into the tour shit. So we Yo, bro, to... I know you got to get out of here. Yo, peace, love, and all of that shit. Hate if you got to, because that's part of the balance, too. You got to protect your shit, too, nigga. Hate that shit. Hate, hate, nigga. You're... <laughs> yeah, so no, bro, you're going to get this up. Thank you very much. We're going to tag you. We put this up on it. This will be on the YouTube, like all of our shit. We're going live in five minutes, or really one minute with our man Save the Hip Hop Culture. Thank you, man. Peace, bro. Peace. Love you, man. Be good. Thanks, everybody. Join in. One. Hello.